Welcome back, everybody. So, welcome back to the Sis Maybe It's You podcast. And I am your hopeful and just trying to be helpful host, Khadija. Again, excited. This is our third episode. And yeah, it's getting it's getting real. It's getting real. The feeling of doing this podcast thing is getting real. Okay, so I do want to give a just a FYI. I am a bit sick today, so I'm gonna try my best. Uh, this might be a little shorter than I wanted to, but uh, I'm still hoping it will be helpful for someone out there listening. So today's topic is about our mindset. As I mentioned an episode before, how important it is to start our journey of self-development. And I believe starting our self-love, self-growth, self-development journey should come down to the mindset first. Now, why? Why do I believe this? Why? What is so important about the mindset? Uh, yeah, so the mindset is like our basis, right? It's, um, is it going to be our worst enemy or our greatest cheerleader? That's really how I kind of compartmentalize it, kind of simplify it, I guess I should say. So mindset, when I started my journey, the, okay, so I'm not going to lie. I bought a lot of different books and they were all over the place. I was like, ugh, love myself books. Ugh. Uh, let's see. Ancient heroes overcoming adversity books. Mm-hmm. And then I landed in this mindset book. So my, my initial journey was kind of a little all over the place I was just seeing what works you know this is my first time going about it in a self-help book way and so I just was trying to get what was recommended out there what I've seen a lot in social media but the book that I'm really grateful that I started my journey with was the mindset book by Dr. Carol S. DeVeck and so she's mostly known for this idea of two different mindsets, growth versus um, fixed. And so I will get into the details of that shortly. But yes, I started my journey with just understanding what mindset I had. And then I had to decide what mindset did I want to have. So for me, uh, I can say that I, I do believe that I had a growth mindset in most areas of my life. Um, and I do have moments of fixed. So for me, when it comes to my academic life, I can definitely see myself as having a growth mindset as well as professional. Now, when it comes to my planning, right, I love to plan. I love to give all the details. I, that's just, I just, it's something about planning. Maybe it's because it does get, make me feel like I have a sense of control. That could be my inner control freak. Like, uh, it could be feeding that. And that's probably why I love planning. But nevertheless, that side of my personality is very much so fixed. And I listen, the struggle has been real. <laughs> no lies will be told. The struggle has been real dealing with that and me trying to improve that because I see it as important to improve simply because it does cause me a lot of, it has in the past. It's a lot better now, but it's caused me a lot of depression or anxiety, all of that. So yes, mindset. Let's get into these definitions. So, um, so let's see. Fixed mindset, she says, uh, the good Dr. Carol S. DeVec, she says, 
believing that your qualities are carved in stone. And it creates an urgency to prove yourself over and over. Now, growth mindset, she says, is based on the belief that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts, your strategies, and help from others. Okay, so mindset, and this is based on her explanation as well, is just beliefs. It's what we believe. What we believe we're capable of, what we think is, is achievable, not achievable. It's, it's basically our capabilities. Now, why is that important to acknowledge and accept that it's just a set of beliefs that we have in our mind? Uh, it's important because that means that you have control to change it. Think of it as anything in our mind. We can just change as soon as we are ready to change it. How empowering that feels. Feels great. Tastes great. It's nice. Look at that power. Look at that control. Okay. So just because you grew up with a certain mindset, maybe based on your your home life or your community, it does that mean you have to continue to live, eat, breathe, and die on that hill. You don't have to die on that hill. You, you can find another hill. And this is what this episode is about, is letting you know, listen, there's many hills that you can go on. And you don't have to die on the hill of, oh, I can't do it. How am I going to do it? Uh, it's not possible to do it. You don't have to do that. Okay, so once you accept that you don't have to continue the way you've been thinking, right? Now, then again, this is all if you're ready to make changes. If you are not ready to make changes and you're living your best, uh, you're comfortable in your misery, I should say. If you're comfortable in your misery, this message is not for you then. Going back to your little cubbyhole of, of misery, okay? This is about those who are ready to experience a different life and honestly anytime we are trying to figure out what makes us happy how do we how can we become happier all of these things that all ties into your mind at the end of the day i don't care what issue what factor it's all about your mind even if it's things that you cannot control you control how you handle it you control how you how long you're gonna deal with those emotions around that issue or that struggle all of that still comes down to your mind so again the power is yours yes so uh one thing i can say is i've heard of let's see i've seen many examples of people with growth mindsets that are very successful so in my humble opinion I do think a growth mindset is necessary if you want to succeed at whatever you're trying to do in life and it doesn't have to be anything extravagant right I think in trying to make any type of improvement rather as a parent as a as a professional as a partner you know as a a, a community member like all of those areas in life you could become a better person over time if you embrace the idea of a growth mindset. Because essentially that's what it's about. It's about saying to yourself, listen, I don't have to stay this way. There are tools out there for me. There are there are different ways that I can improve myself. It's not about the cards I was given. It's about the cards that I can, it's about how I use those cards from here on out. How I acquire a new set of cards, right? None of us can change where we come from or what has happened to us. 
What we can change is how we go forward in life with what has happened to us. Rather, we let that define us to an extent of us feeling paralyzed where we don't feel like we can accomplish anything in our lives, that we don't deserve better, right? That we can't do better, we can't have better. Or we can say, yeah, that happened to me. I learned from it. I survived it. But listen, I still have a chance to live a different type of life, to have different type of experiences that are better for me. And I'm willing to fight. I'm willing to put in the work, the energy to do that. And this is all requires work. There is nothing, you know, I've, I've come across so many people who have great potential, really. They're, they're smart. They are good people, good-hearted people. But when I tell you, it's just the work ethic. No one likes to go through struggle. To be honest, I've become a slight addict to struggle. I hate to say this, and I don't wear it as necessarily a badge. I've just accepted it, right? And the, the, it's good and bad to that. Okay, being too risky is not always great. But never want to take risk, I think it's just terrible. Especially when you have all these goals and dreams that you want, and you're not willing to take risk. It's, it's almost like a, it's just a death trap for me personally. So yes, having your mindset open to growth and to do the work, which I think ties into a growth mindset, because you believe if you do the work, you can improve. Now, if you're at a fixed mindset, you don't think that whatever amount of work, it doesn't matter. It, it'll never get you the type of result you're looking for. So you won't put in the work. <laughs> so yes, start off by acknowledging and accepting, hey, I have a fixed mindset or I have a growth mindset. And don't be too arrogant to think that I have a growth mindset across the board because if you realize it, like I said, for me, I don't have a growth mindset when it comes to my planning, my ideas of planning, right? And it's something I have to remind myself to, to be more conscious about. So be humble enough, even if you have a growth mindset, be humble enough to know that an untamed mindset, like growth mindset, can still probably be a bad thing in the end. And we'll get into that in another episode of course, but in this episode, it's just the foundation, just the basis, right? And I wanted to share some stories. So when we think of growth mindset, and this is just to encourage people to embrace the, the growth mindset mantra. <laughs> I don't know. I think mantra would be right. Yeah, it's going to be right today. And so, yeah, it's these stories are to encourage people to give realistic ideas of what this looks like, the whole growth mindset. I give you an example. So Kobe Bryant, right, is a was the late Kobe Bryant was a famous basketball player. I'm not a huge basketball fan. I'm not gonna lie. But still, I appreciate his hustle. I appreciate his discipline. I love to see what discipline looks like. It's so empowering. It's so encouraging. So yes, he said when he told a story. I remember listening to a story. He did an interview. And during the interview, he mentioned how when he was a kid, like 10, 11 years old, he was terrible at basketball. He was garbage. Absolutely terrible compared to other kids his age. And so he decided, you know what? I am, you know, my father says he still loves me. And regardless if I am great at this or not, as long as I try my best. But he said, that's not enough for me at all. So he decided, okay, I'm going to come up with this, this game plan. 
I'm just going to work on shooting for the next one or two years. Boom. And obviously, with that mindset that I can improve this if I just be realistic, you know, if I be open to changes, that that means that I'm going to be better. I can be better. And obviously, he became one of the best, right? Well, according to the the basketball fan fanatics. Do I 100% know he's the best? Do I follow basketball and know that? No, but I trust the, 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 the thousands of conversations people have about who's the greatest in basketball. And so they say he's one of the best. I accept this thing. So, yes, that's one example. My own life. I remember when I was a kid, uh, when I was in third or fourth grade, they told my mom that I had a developmental problem. Because I was not doing well in like my language course, like English language classes. I was not doing very well. And my mom was adamant that there was nothing wrong with me developmental wise and that I just needed help with my homework. And so my mom bought this Hooked on Phonics uh, program, which helps kids develop their reading skills and their English skills. And so through that program, I got really good at my my english t- my my english scores got really good got better and so that was the first time that i was able to see that listen if you work hard and be consistent you can accomplish you can overcome what you think are a bo- uh, what you think is a bar set at your capabilities so shout out to my mama for that Now, the second example I experienced this that was really impactful for me was when I was in middle school. Shout out to Mrs. Jackson. Woo woo. And so, yes, she, I was struggling at algebra. I was terrible at algebra. Like it was, it was a nightmare. I cried. I cry. I cry when I get, when I get super frustrated, I cry. I acknowledge this. So one day she told me, because I was crying. I think I was crying. Yeah. Not out loud, not extra. It was a little tear, something like this. Anyway, but some told her, for my reaction and my struggle somehow told her that basically I need help. I need help, sis. Help me. And so she told me, okay, listen, come after school and you can get some extra help, some tutoring with me. And so she helped me. And just by using a different method, after that, I was amazing at math. Algebra was like candy. It was so sweet. Okay. It was sweet to the tongue. It was amazing. So that experience taught me again, listen, if you're not getting it one way, then try to find another way. And let me tell you, this is what helped me make it through college. Because when I was struggling at first, I was uh, pre-med, so uh, my biology major. And let me tell you, when I got to the genetic courses and things like this, the struggle was real. Okay? And if it wasn't for me telling myself, okay, listen, the way that he's teaching it doesn't fit my learning style. So I need to find a different way. I need to find other resources. And I studied like a maniac. I killed many trees during that time. Very sorry about that. When I say kill trees, I'm not talking about literal cutting down the trees for all those who not knowing what I'm talking about. I'm saying that like I printed a lot of papers for practice. Again, this is almost 10 years ago. So some of y'all who are big on the whole, you know, digital 
workbooks and all that good stuff, that was not me. Okay, so I killed a lot of trees trying to improve myself, but it worked out in the end. I got a great grade. So it taught me that though you put in the work, you put in the effort, you can still get a great outcome. So these were these were experiences that I now can acknowledge and be like, okay, those were like growth mindset building moments, right? And this is why I'm such a huge supporter of the idea of a growth mindset. And I do want to end it off on saying this. She mentioned the growth mindset is mindset that allows people to thrive during some of the most challenging times in their lives. When you are trying to improve yourself, okay, when you are trying to stop a pattern that you have had for so long, rather that's who you choose in dating, who do you, what career you choose, what friends you choose, when you're trying to break, okay, you're trying to break that habit that's not going to be easy because your brain loves comfort your brain loves consistency okay rather it's consistently consistently bad or good the brain loves it so to break that takes a lot of effort okay and it takes a lot of willpower and so having the growth mindset is going to give you that support system that you need internally to let you know you got this So you're not depending on your friend. You're not depending on your neighbor. You're not depending on your partner to tell you, remind you, you got this. When times get hard and when you have your setbacks and then you feel defeated and you feel you start to question yourself. Am I doing this right? Is this worth it? I'm going through. I'm still kind of miserable. If I'm miserable now, what is the point? No, you're miserable, but you're miserable because you're making changes. You're not miserable because you refuse a change. And that's a difference. And so keep that in mind. Go through it. You got this. And the growth mindset is going to help you get through this. Now, next episode, I do want to cover how to change your mindset. And also get into some other examples of what a fixed mindset looks like and a growth, just in case there's still some confusion there. But for now, I just wanted to get through the, the basics and introduce the book. And I do encourage people as well, if you have any time, please read this book. I think it's so helpful. Yes, there's critics out there who feel like, some of her examples, especially when it comes to the education side, were not the best. Um, when it comes to um, fixing, right, or changing the mindsets of, of kids in, in the academic world, some critics were um, saying that her approach is not realistic as a, you know, solution to, to changing the mindsets of some people that are coming from poor backgrounds, things of that nature. I'm not 100%, I, I get it, but I'm not 100% with them when it comes to that. Um, simply because, yes, every situation is going to be different. So her solution is not going to be a 100% perfect solution for all cases, even if they're more or less in the same category. But nevertheless, I still do encourage to read the book. Now, for those who don't read it, of course, do the audiobook. I'm more of a big fan of reading. I think it's a great way to take a pause from the world. It's a great way to be mindful and just a page or two a day, you know, at night before you go to bed. I think it's really great habit to develop. Now, if you can't, because some of you may have crazy busy lives, okay, sure, audiobook. Although I think you have to sit down and listen to the audiobook because if you're doing other things, if you're driving, okay, if you're if you're working, okay, 
you're not going to be as and your mind is not going to be as engaged, fully committed to what you're listening to. That's me personally. And I also have heard this in some studies, but I don't have all of the written down facts on where I heard it, who did it. So I'm not going to push that, but I do believe in it as well. So it's a bit of my bias. Anywho, I think this was a good start. Now, like I said, next episode, we get into more details about how we're going to change this. How are we going to get out of this? How are we going to get out of our mindset? And so now the vision that we have for ourselves, the vision, the goals that we have set for our professional life or our personal life or our relationships, how do I get it out of the graveyard? Because some of y'all, okay, you know who you are. Some of y'all have y'all dreams and goals in the little graveyard. Okay, R.I.P. Yes. And they've been there because of your fixed mindset. You could have been probably a a, a talented artist. You could have been probably a a better parent. You could have been a, a better partner, a better friend, a better sister, a better brother. But you know what you did? You got scared. Eh, this is not easy. Eh, I cannot do this. And what you do? You put that... Your, your, your efforts, you put all your efforts, your goals, your dreams, all that in this nice little graveyard. And then you look away like that graveyard don't exist. It's still there. It's waiting for the next project, for the next idea that you have of yourself to go in that graveyard. So if you are tired, okay, if you are over and tired of putting your dreams and goals into the graveyard, join me, please, with the next episode so we can figure out how to get you into this growth mindset and out of this fixed mindset so you can stop being the graveyard keeper. Okay, the graveyard contributor. Yes. Okay. Now I want to thanks. I uh, thank you all again for joining me today. Um, and I want to again always end with saying thank you for showing up for yourself. It's not easy, but it is a true. It's a true symbol of your love. Okay. So don't doubt the process. Yes. Keep going. It gets easier. But you got to keep believing in yourself. You got to keep putting yourself first. So thanks for showing up for yourself, guys. Until next time. So cheers.